listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I'm feeling really happy to be here. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15. Go on. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. That is all you know and all you need to know. So, um, this is nice. I'm yeah. on a high stool today and I don't, I don't often sit Different. on a high stool unless I've... Well, I used to work with Al Dunican a lot. We're in, we're in a new gaff this morning, aren't we? Yeah, I feel like the Rat Pack, though, when we're sitting on high stools. I feel like I'm at Cheers Bar or something. Oh, like. yeah. Or maybe you could be umpiring <laughs> at, at, um, at Wimbledon. More Wimbledon later. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I had a, a lovely... Um, how can I put, put it? A sort of a... Um, it, it was a break... It broke something. A convention-breaking moment... Oh yeah! When did I you got smash it, a taboo, did you? I did smash a taboo. I smash it. I smashed it, and then I passed water on it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I did to that taboo. I um, arrived this morning, and um, it was one of those. What, what you, you come into work, and somebody surreptitiously gives you a birthday card to sign for one of your colleagues. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Well, I arrived with. Emily Dean. Oh, I, uh, right. Now, let me rephrase. We, our cars um, arrived simultaneously. Yeah. Sure, sure. And um, as we went through the door, we both looked at each other, knowing that um, Emily's birthday is imminent. We both knew we were walking into Next a, Tuesday, FYI. Yeah, we were walking mm-hmm. into a bit of a disaster area. So I said, let's just... Come on. <laughs> so she stood at my side. I stood while he signed it. Oh, as did I you? Signed yeah. Nice. I mean, oh, I can't believe it. There'll be people in offices all over Britain or working offices all over Britain going, that is just wrong. I'm sorry. There will be some rogue elements of the office society going, game changer. This is a game changer. Now we yeah. can do it. If Frank can do it. Because you know they live I've... their life by a what would Frank do? Oh, of course, many people. <laughs> I quite liked it, Frank. I liked the authenticity and the honesty. We just dispensed with, you know, all that. It was like you just walked in and I, I think I said at one point, shall I go ahead? And he said, no. Let's just stay and do it together. For me, it was a bonus, because um, what I wrote on the card was um, Fröhlich Geburtstag, the German for happy birthday. And um, the fact that I I wanted Emily to see that I could write that without having to consult (laughs) Google. That is good. And I just knew it. And I'm including omelettes. Good for you. Yeah, but I just did it, and I'm, I'm glad that she knows that. Very good. Well, that wasn't the only fabulous birthday-related thing I got off you. Subscription to Dogs Monthly. What about that? That is good. I mean, it doesn't come any better than that. I was knee-deep in Alsatians last night, reading all about them. <laughs> and the binder, as you as you the open binder. the as you open the binder, there's like a tongue sticking out that you <laughs> no. pull it open. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that allowed? Um, isn't that's not true? I made that up. <laughs> yeah. But if anyone from Dogs Monthly is listening, that's a little. You can have that. Yeah, you can have that the, the tongue um, the tongue handle binder. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I tell you what I saw the other day. Now help me out with this. I saw um, I saw a man with a what I call a mohawk. Oh yeah, okay. Haircut. Would you? I've heard people call it a mohican, a Hoxton Finn. 
as well, I believe they're also called. Oh, they call it Hoxton Finn. Mm. Hoxton, I should say, is an, it's a very cool area in um, <laughs> East London if you live outside the metropolis. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see so many nowadays. I occasionally see them in... Um, I'm sorry, I don't want to get all London on this. Don't worry, we'll move away. We'll generalise in a minute. But in, in, in Camden in London, yeah. which, oh, is, yeah. which is a sort of a... It's cool, but in a different way. Yeah, it's cool, but for in a sort of Che Guevara T-shirt, four ninety nine falls apart after two washes, kind of a way. Yeah. Well, it's also international home to the goths. It is, yes, it yeah. is. I'd say that's true. Well, there'll be people from Whitby that are will, yeah. unhappy about that. But <laughs> that's more their holiday goth. Yeah, they go for a goth holiday. <laughs> I love yeah. the goths have a holiday. What do they do? Do they take the leather jacket off? I tell you what, no, they, they I bet they off. pack. I bet they pack some block. <laughs> <laughs> Do they take some block? They have a trailer on the back of the car. <laughs> so um, they, uh, I, I saw a man with a with a. Mo- what I was going to say is, when you see them in Camden now, you don't see them worn naturally much, but just by people who have them. Mm. I see people offering photo opportunities in Camden. Do you? Have you oh, seen yeah. that? Yeah. So you get people what, with like blue and red. So you can have your photo. Yeah. Tourists can have their photo with a sort of punk, proper punk rocker with a mohawk. They charge. Or like a big high one. That's, yeah. Or, um, they have soap water in there, don't they? they? One do. that you, I, you th- I always imagine those people, those the really big mohawks, heavily gelled, could mm-hmm. slice their own pizza with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got that look about it. It's got like mm-hmm. one of those pizza roller things. Well, anyway. Do you remember there was a celebrity punk? He was called Matt Belgrano. No. And he was when... That was sort of when... Stop without trace now, of course. Very good. (laughs) Very good. That was sort of when punk died because he charged, um, I believe, it was a pound at the time. Yeah. yeah. I still see that being done now. It is, yes. Still a quid. Yeah. So they've not gone up with inflation. Um... No. To have a look at that. No punks. Anyway, so I saw a man with a with a mohawk, and um, if anyone, by the way, of our readers um, knows the difference between why some people call them mohawks and some mohicans, I'd love to know. Are they are they, are they separate tribes? Oh, good question. Because yes. if you saw the mohawk, then you haven't seen the last of the mohicans. Have no. You? Oh, that, lovely. That well, if if Chingachuk was the last of the Mohicans, according to James Fenimore Cooper. Mm-hmm. This bloke must have been a Mohawk. Right. Yeah. Because Chingachuk is long gone. Yeah. yeah. He's gone to the great hot, the happy hunting ground in Scott. <laughs> let's face it. Um, with running water. Um, oh. With... <laughs> all, mod, all mod cons. Yeah. Bijou. Um, I wonder if anyone had twins, they called them hot and cold running water. Anyway... Um, so this man I saw with the um, the mohawk, um, it was a bit. I think it was a little bit different because you you see all colours. Mm. He hadn't he hadn't dyed it. Oh, right. So it was unnatural. Yeah, and he was. Well, I'm saying he was fifty. Oh, was it grey? It was. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was dark, but it was grey. It was definitely grey. Quite a bit of grey in it. Really? I have never cool. seen a greying mohawk. Salt and pepper punk, who knew? I know. It, I'll tell you what it looked like. It looked like a, a monochrome fibre optic lamp. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if anyone... I'm, 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 there's things I want to know. I, I walked behind him for about... Um, probably four or five minutes and became utterly fascinated with yeah. the whole. I mean, how grey is... Are we talking George Clooney? 
Colour or I'm Gary Lineker? Sa- I'm saying, yeah, Ga- Ga- maybe Gary Lineker a year ago when you can see, you could see Ouchie. the dark. You could see the dark. Ouchie. You could see the dark through, but the grey was starting to dominate. But yeah. in a mohawk, so it was the first one for me. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, yes, the man, the man with the... Uh, well, two, the three. man with the grey mohawk. Two, He's three. got a fabulous <laughs> hairstyle. Um, go on, sorry. Yeah, it does. Two, three, five has been in touch. My dad is 72 and has both a mohawk and a goatee, both of which are grey. Ah. I imagine he tinkers on cars a lot so during the day. He's no. got a fabulous hairstyle. Style. It makes all the people talk. <laughs> Heavily gelled, but whole natural. <laughs> the man with the grey mohawk. I do. So I da- like that. Her dad's got a grey mohawk. Yeah, and um, a goatee. That's. I mean, I think mo. I've never seen a mohawk goatee combo. Well, it sounds like he's got an alternative lifestyle. I don't think I've it seen that. It sounds like combo. something. You know, in those um, Play-Doh hair salons, <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. you turn the thing and stuff starts to come out of holes <laughs> that you haven't even noticed on the on the head. I've never yeah. seen that as a match-up. The goatee and goatee and glasses seems a very prevalent match-up, does it? Yeah. Well, one, one of the best double acts I've ever seen. seen all the time, don't you? They're inseparable. We've also had a theory, I think it's a theory because I've never heard it, um, about what the difference between Mohawk and Mohican is. Um, Mohawk is on top, Mohican all the way down the centre of your head from Guna Ross in Derby. Oh, I see. So there's that one where it looks like a, a sort of paintbrush type, very so mm. it's quite thick but short. Do you right. know the one I mean? Yeah, think, I think Play-Doh Fun Factory. Imagine uh-huh. the difference—the <laughs> difference between if you had a letterbox, say, or you had a, a long slit. Right. So the letterbox, I think he's saying, is the Mohican. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Chinga Chuka, I don't think had either of those in the television <laughs> no. series. He's getting a lot of airtime today. It's isn't about he? time. Can't his luck. It's about time he um, played by Lon Chaney Jr. Of course, as of many course. of you will remember in the TV show. Frank, we've got a whatever happened to. Okay. <laughs> Can I? Shall I put it forward? Certainly. This is from Rob, prisoner one three seven. He says, "Whatever happened to tutti frutti ice cream?" I went to an ice cream parlour last week with hundreds of flavours, but not that. Struggling to think of a time I've seen it since the early 90s. I'm with you, Rob. I I never see that tutti-frutti. I'm actually going to think it was 70s. Well, I remember my old pee-pee. Oh, dear. Let's not talk about that. And he... (laughs) It's it's parish priest. Oh, is it? Sorry. And he... He was just getting wistful about a time gone by. I'm not familiar with your world. He told me in one of his parishes he was known... He was seen as such a colourful character they called him Father Tutti Frutti. (laughs) Did they? (laughs) So, God rest his soul, you've reminded me of him. (laughs) Um, has, Has it gone... You are, you'll be telling me soon about the scarcity of the Knickerbocker glory. <laughs> yeah. Knickerbocker glory sounds like such a euphemism. euphemism as well. Have you seen my Knickerbocker glory? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else could it possibly mean? <laughs> so the tutti frutti is gone, has it? I'm happy, I'm happy to join I in. I mean, with I don't that. know, but this is what Look, Rob thinks. You know what? It's good enough for me. So here goes. Whatever happens to the tutti frutti ice cream. I think we got there. <laughs> got there. I went. I think I was a bit off. 
Oh. Can we do it again, Steve? Steve. <laughs> oh, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. So not only did this man have a mohawk, mm. but um, he was just dressed in just an ordinary shirt and trousers on. <laughs> on his way to a meeting. Yeah, no. Par- it wasn't posh. It was also like he'd had to dress up, like, say, let's say, I'm guessing, a court appearance. <laughs> it was just like in, in, you know, normal casuals, quite a hot day. I'll just wear a shirt unbuttoned a bit and, uh, and some trousers. So almost like he used to be a full-on punk rocker, but then the bit that he kept was just the hair. Do you remember when you used to get yeah. pictures come up on the internet and that there'd be like a white line coming down and the picture would grad- gradually emerge from the bottom or yeah. from the top? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think his punctum is disappearing from the feet <laughs> down. <laughs> but the head is still left. No, but this mohawk, it required some gel- some gelling and teasing to get it. It was in great shape, yeah. you know. Apart from it, it was graying. Mm. It, it was... It was perfectly in place so he took the trouble to do that I don't know what they here's a question for anyone at, at home who's got a mohawk or a friend with one do, do they ever go out with them on gelled oh. and what, what happens yeah. to a mohawk if you, don't, if, it's, if you just wash it and leave it well it looks I extraordinary it, doesn't it I imagine it looks like it's like really bad curtains you know like a centre party oh if you centre party what if you combed it straight forward it looked like one of those um, like a rhino horn or they, <laughs> they were called nasal helmets those things they wore in uh, in the middle ages you know yeah. those ones that got like a piece that come down oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect from a distance it looks like badly placed washing instructions I always thought yeah those yeah. Uh, yeah it's that you could go for a nasal helmet you could gel it into a nasal helmet if you're going to a rough area. Yeah, or not? worried about sunburn. Rough area. <laughs> what about if you... You know when you see people with a bit of cardboard on the nose? That's right. Think, no, mm. I'll, just, um, I'll just bring the whole the mohawk straight down this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I like an eclectic dress. I like one thing a bit off like that. Do oh, you? Yeah. You see, I don't. Oh, you don't? No, why? I... Does it offend your sort of sense of... I once, I once, I was off Broadway once, I mean, as a punter, not as a performer, and I went to see uh, Quentin Crisp. Mm-hmm. And he said this thing about once you decide your style, you have to stick with it. And he said you have to get rid of everything you own that doesn't fit with your style once oh. you've decided on it. So if you want to be mm. a teddy boy... Just get it all. You can't have, like, a T-shirt in the house. You've got to just have your style. Right. And I, I was a bit... I felt a bit let down that he had ordinary clothes on. Oh. I'm sorry. OK. Oh, I, um, like, I like the sound of him. Well, I like it when you get sort of like, let's say, a darts player come into a few quid, so he might buy some nice Notting Hill dad shoes, but then he's still got a terrible nylon top and the gold <laughs> well, rings. I, I quite different. like that's, that. That's work attire. I think that, you're, 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 you're wedded to that somewhere. <laughs> I like to think, when I see... Um, Say a young girl now of the modern oh, age. God. Mm. I like to think that when she's in bed at night, she's Do wearing. You? She's wearing. <laughs> Do no, you think of if that? you'll just bear with me. <laughs> that You'll witness. I'm going to try. That her pajama trousers have got ribs in the knees. Oh, nice. Oh, that, consistency I, even at night, Frank. Consistency of style, and the young yeah. lad, the young lad's pajama trousers are hanging halfway down his bum. 
<laughs> I don't want him to suddenly become um, Christopher Robin or, or that kid with the glasses out of Peter Pan when they go to bed. Yeah. Got, the style has to be Peter. consistent. <laughs> no, Peter was the... Um, the well, he couldn't have been character. called Peter. That what was he called, the Peter kid? Pan. Michael. There was a Michael. It's a bit 70s, isn't it? Well, Maybe. I think it's a bit older than that, isn't it, Peter Pan? What was the child in Peter Pan called? There's a Michael and something. Yeah, you're right. That's but sexy. the one in the glasses. Yeah, I know who you mean, Fred. The one who was the sort of Harry Potter prototype yeah. in many I know, ways. I know. <laughs> but he wears like pyjamas. old people trying to remember him when he saw something now. Well, it is that. No disrespect. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, he dressed in, in pyjamas consistently. I like, like um, Freddie Fingers from the Boomtown Rats. <laughs> Do you wear pyjamas all the time? 8.12.15. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've got some bad news for you, Frank. You know, we've yeah. got a, um, oh, a Crexione coming in. Oh, yeah? For you, I'm afraid. Mm. Um, it says... This is related to Peter Pan, Al. Um, yeah, well, it says, Boomtown Rats Piano Pyjamas, Johnny Not Freddy Fingers. Oh. Yeah. That's well, Pete I, on the uh, Wirral, by the I way. I sit corrected. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yes, I'm sorry about that. Although it is quite a high chair, so it's sort of stand corrected. I and think, Fred, corrected I think so. Freddie Fingers is better. <laughs> I do. But it's a bit late for that. 104 has been in touch with some Peter Pan hot gossip. Oh, yeah? Oh. Hi, Frank. John was dressed in a nightgown, glasses and top hat. Oh, that's right, yeah. Remember that? Lottery winner. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Yes, not pyjamas. And a pyjamas. plastic champagne glass. Nightgown, yeah. Michael wore a baby grow. Early adopter for the onesie, maybe. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Peter Pan, I think, had a onesie. That- Did he have a onesie, Peter oh, Pan? Of course. Oh. Yes, he had a... It depends, I think. Well, he had a peplum. Did he? Yeah. I never noticed it in the drawings. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was wearing some sort of restraining belt in the later artwork. He had a sort of medieval hose. <clears throat> green hose. Medieval hose? Much like, <laughs> much like the trousers worn on uh, Love Island. Oh, oh the tight trousers. I'm sorry, but I've got a Love Island embargo. No, I, I understand. Everyone is talking to me I don't about know it. I've an embargo. I don't on even this know show. what it is. <laughs> okay. No man okay. is a Love Island. <laughs> um, Wendy had the rips. She was the first hipster. This is what 104 says. She had rips? Mm. What were the rips in? What in the dress, maybe? I, I thought she was in a white um, nighty. I oh, still what? say nighty, by the highly way. Highly flammable number. What do you mean nighty? You can't say nighty. <laughs> no, I don't think you can Why say not? nighty. Well, a lot, of, a lot of the women's... I mean, I never hear of a teddy anymore. <laughs> Who wears a teddy? I don't oh, mind your own beeswax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, speaking of waxing, I, I, you know, one thing. Oh, well, I wasn't. No, 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 no different. <laughs> this is different. I, I'm back to the the mohawk. Oh, I, right. I tell you, I had this, I had this dream. I, 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 something I'd love to do. Um, l- looking at the heavily gelled, what you can do with a heavily gelled hair. Um, Kath bought me a book called, um, it, and it's the ghost stories of E. F. Benson. And I thought, I'd love to gel my hair right upwards and sit and read this on public transport. 
as if it's so oh, frightening. Oh, oh yeah. not, just not refer to it, but just have the hair gel straight up. It's something. I, it's it's a dream. I don't know if I can do it anymore. I think a celebrity thing. It looks like it. a stunt. Oh, but yeah. if anyone out there wants to do it, go for it. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Oh yes, I went um, to the cinema. Uh, this week, I haven't been for a while. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I've not been for ages. No, but I was. I was. What de- did you go and see? I was desperate to see uh, Wonder Woman before oh, it, yeah. before it disappeared. So I got to the cinema and I got. Um, I was going with my um, sister-in-law. <laughs> so I arrived um, before her and I thought I'll get the tickets. Yeah. So I went up and uh, went into the cinema and. Uh, couldn't see anywhere to get the tickets from at oh. all. There was, you know, hot dogs, popcorn, yeah. soft drinks. Why are they called that? What, as opposed to <laughs> drinks that are really sort of hard? A hard liquor. Yeah, hard That's liquor. Fair, I think that's the fair. comparison. Mm. Anyway, so um, I ended up, there was a young uh, chap who was, I mean, he was working there. He, was, he, mm. he right. looked, you know, he was young. Mm-hmm. And I, but he had a laminate. I went over and I said, um, "Where's your?" I said, um, "Laminate." I said, "Excuse me, where's your? Uh, where's the box office?" He looked at me and he said, "We, we don't have no box office." He what didn't say, did "We don't have no." He did. He said, "We don't. We don't have no box office." <laughs> and I we said, don't need um, no education. Yeah. I said, well, "What do you? What do you mean?" He said, "We don't have no box office." <laughs> I said, well, how do I get a ticket for the film? He said, anybody will sell you a ticket. I said, Any- what do you mean? <laughs> he said, all these people on the counter, they'll all sell you. I said, well, yeah. and get one from that woman there. And he said, yeah. yeah. And he said, look, the way he was, the way he was with me. <laughs> this, is how it was. this is what he heard. Right, this is, I'm going to take, 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 I want to go into this young man's head now. He's quite cool looking guy. Okay. This is what he heard. A man, pre- I walked up to him and said, Excuse me, I'm the oldest man in the world. <laughs> that was what he heard. So, when did that happen? So, I went up to the woman standing next to like the big cops of things. <laughs> And where was she working? Was she on the? I cups? was low. I was, you know, when you're when you're braced for a practical joke and you yeah. don't quite. And I said, um, "Can I, can I get a cinema ticket from you?" <laughs> she cinema said, ticket. She said, "Yeah. What do you? What do you?" Want? Yeah. And then she said, "Do you want an ornery or VIP?" I thought, "What's going? What? How long have I been away from the cinema?" So is this normal now? There's no box office at the cinema. Oh, we don't have no box it's office. normal. We've no box office. <laughs> when did the box office disappear? Well, last time I went, they not only did they have no box office, I got it from the popcorn man, and who then turned into the man who tore up your tickets oh, two minutes like later. He was running around like that man in Carry On Abroad. Yeah, he does all to the d- many jobs. It's like Cinema like Paradiso. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, Alex this, Guinness this was, has taken over. He's played every yeah, role. This was a view. Cinema, they're a big company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't Oh, like man. I've got some other bad news for you. The VIP thing, that wasn't just for you. They let, so, they let normal people have VIP tickets Well, I went, too. of course I bought VIP. I thought, yeah, I'll go for it. Got enough four people in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text our show 
on 8.12.15 or follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've had uh, a tweet from Steph Matthews who says regarding there ain't no box office, mm. there's ain't no country we- club, uh, Steph Matthews says ex- the exact same thing happened to me on Sunday at my local view. I was dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. That's um, dumbfounded is good. What does that mean, dumbfounded? Um, I was. They came. They found me, and I was struck dumb. Yeah. Yes. It's interesting that I, I'd like to know. Um, is there anyone who listens to this show who's regularly lost for words? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> The reason I ask is whenever anyone claims to have been lost for words, have you noticed? I heard this someone on the other day said, mm. oh, of course, uh, well, I'm, I'm lost for words, and that doesn't happen very often. They always say that. <laughs> Even often. people you think, well, you don't, you don't seem particularly at home with words. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought it happens quite a lot, but no. Also, that what what is the quality of the it's, words? It's not often I'm lost for words, <laughs> isn't it? It's Are often, you sure? I'd say it's often you're lost for good words. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes I'll say, well, I'm speechless. What? Demonstrably untrue. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll find, well, I'm speechless is speech. I hope you say that to them. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm absolutely (laughs) sure. They've got to be, people, they're going to be taught. Absolutely certain of it. They've got to be taught. So, was Steph dumbfounded, or did she actually say, okay, well, we can go over to the the Coca Cola? It's usually Pepsi, I notice, in cinemas. I'm sure you don't want this to turn to an attack on Steph for her use of dumbfounded. Steph. I love yeah. Steph. They love yeah. a Pepsi and I oh, I love the hugeness of the receptacles these days. <laughs> Frank. We are brothers in cinematic confusion or sisters. Yes. Steph, do you think it's um, your family? You think I it's think a lady? Steph, yes. Okay, needn't be. Steph. No, good point. Um, have you encountered this as well? That in addition to the cinema paradiso aspect yeah. of the cinemas now, they will also say. One guy said to me recently, if you thought um, I gave you good service, could you um, email? You have to email the cinema group. And he gave me all the details. It's happened to me about three times. So I have to give the review as well. Everyone wants reviews now. It used yeah. to just comics Always and theatre shows. Yeah. Now everybody wants a... Well, look at Uber. You, know. you get an Uber. Get an Uber car and after you get... Um, thing saying how many stars you give the driver and I'm generous if they've got me where I want to go and Mm. they they haven't um, done a big anti-Catholic speech I'm happy. Is that the rule? That's the general rule of thumb Um, but then they'll say um, after I've done the five stars it comes up, do you want to give a compliment? (laughs) Well, Don't don't ever ask me that (laughs) if I want to give a compliment you know what I'll do? I'll give a compliment. Yeah. yeah. But manor, not manor. now I don't want to give face a compliment. Face, yeah. I'd rather... What? I'd mm. rather grind <laughs> that compliment into the ground. Than I'm interested it. in the amount of Uber drivers slagging off Catholicism, to be honest. That's the bit I'm finding. Well, we're going to upset the, the black intrigue. cab drivers. Why? Oh. Well, they don't like us talking about that. Oh, well, look. <laughs> <you're just> <laughs> well, look. <laughs> OK, I'll, I'll mention another. Green Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Green Tomatoes, another popular, popular car firm. When they arrive at your house, you get a text saying your chariot awaits. Do you? Do yeah. you? Just oh, once. Oh, I'd like that. Just once. <laughs> I want to go out 
and there's a big um, Roman type figure oh. on a on a cha- on a proper chariot. Like a ben Hur, yeah. Because it'd be great because I'd be in it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have any of the regalia. So it'd just be like a man from the 21st century, <laughs> more or less, give 20, 30 years in a, in, a, in a Roman chariot going through town. Splendid. Oh, I'd love that. That would I be would, great. I would love that. Just I would. Your list, if you're green tomorrow, come on, a regular customer, just once, genuine chariot. <laughs> because I don't want, I don't really want metaphors from my cab company. Yeah. I don't think the I regularity of your custom will affect whether you get the chariot or not. Well, I don't know. I think I, I should be. They should. I think if you'd book more than a hundred. Yeah. Cars. Say so on your hundred car should be a real chariot. Maybe a spike as well, Frank. A spike. Well, you remember in Ben Hur, the spikes came out the side. Oh, I loved that. Oh, yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about their hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the mohawk. Actually, the, see, the, the, Rome, the Romans and Centur- Centurions, they sort of had their own removable Oh, yeah, with uh, the thing on Mohicans, the helmet. Yeah. Didn't they? They Disposable did. Disposable Mohicans. Yes. Well, you could just decide on the morning whether you wanted one or yeah. not. This is Frank Skinner. You know what we should talk about this week is, uh, well, for a start, I'd like to talk about the tennis a little, and per. Oh, yeah, fair mm. enough. But also, we have a, a, a recurring uh, motif on this show. Every summer, it seems to come up. Yeah. It's um, Flying Ant Day, because didn't you once discuss the flying ants and how you were always puzzled by them? I discussed them on this show. Yeah. With all the questions yeah. I ask everyone, aren't flying ants a breed of ants with wings <laughs> or are they ordinary ants that just don wings for the oh, day? And we discovered, didn't we? Well, Did I thought, we? I can't remember what the Well, they sprout was. wings to find a mate. Oh, oh yes. We've all done it, love. I hate that. <laughs> we've all done <laughs> yeah. it. You see, I've con- cancelled that out because when I found that out, it, mu- it slightly marred flying out and doubt for Because me. they're a bit sex pest. Well, basically, they're just, they're looking for a, a, a sort of local babes <laughs> overview. <laughs> Right. They're just flying around, and I don't. I. I, oh, I mean, like they're annoying. Those guys I don't like. Asked, what would you do yeah. if you're invisible or something like? Oh. I, I don't like the idea of them <laughs> saying to each other in midair. Oh, she's all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's essentially what happens on these stag do, isn't it? I mean, they just know, they take off flight. in search of a a lady. Actual flight, so you can spot them. Yeah. <laughs> you swoop down. Well, it's action. not just the men, it's a lot of desperate queens as well. Is that, is that right? Is there yeah. women up there as well? Well, not mm. women, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> they call, call, do they call female ants the female, women? The female, the queens. What the men do? Can you say women ants? Is that, is <laughs> no. that, yeah, okay. like, what about lady ants? You could say that. Yeah. that female. Well, what I, what I would say about this, I very much hope that the Wimbledon coverage was being watched by Graham Norton, Marion Cotillard, Mm. James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. Wow. Because when I was on the Graham Norton show with those people and they asked me what I'd put in Room 101 and I said Flying Ant Day, none of them had the first idea what I was talking about. Really? really? They hadn't heard of Flying Ant Day and never witnessed it. Well, and they, they just they get made taken me around out, in chauffeur They cars. made me out to be a fool. I think I said something like, uh, oh, perhaps I don't go too near the big celebrities. And Graham <laughs> Norton said, no, we don't want any of that. I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, he he defended upwards instead of downwards. Is that fair? (laughs) Anyway, I I hope at least one of them, Marianne, maybe, uh, sitting in, uh, in, I imagine, in um, Au Au Haut Provence. Oh, yeah. um, (laughs) Going, well, playing 
Oh, yes, so Frank ain't that English man. Frank Skinner. He right. <laughs> I hope that happened. <laughs> well, that's what happened. They descended on Wimbledon. Um, and my concrete patch. I a... found loads of them with the gossamer wings. Did you? Did you know you? what? I didn't see a damn one. This I no. missed it. I missed it. Well, my was dog was going cray cray. <laughs> he go cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> I you missed are? it though. He was playing with the wings. He was loving it. I've missed out on a few fads, but not that one. Fads. Mm. Flying Ant Day. Oh, I uh, see. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. I thought you meant actual fads. So I honestly, I really, I'm serious. I, it's the, one of the few times I wished I was on Twitter. I would have been sitting at my Twitter <laughs> um, monitor. Yeah. <laughs> waiting, yeah. waiting <laughs> for an apology to come from one of those celebrities. Frank was pointing his pen as he said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uses a pen on his Twitter monitor. He's got Fla- a stylus or something. Marion flying aunt, do <laughs> <laughs> oh. But they make you feel foolish, Frank, for mentioning it. They made me feel like I'd... Ma- you know when people are so disbelieving of what you say, you start to doubt that which you know to oh, be yeah. true. Mm. I thought I'd imagine the whole thing. I'm disappointed in Fassbender. They laughed at... Well, Graham Norton must have seen... Fly, do they, maybe they don't have it in in, uh, in France. You know what, Frank? First they laugh at you, then they laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind being laughed at, but not laughed at, if you yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I know. But really, if anyone is um, Twitter friends... Is that what we call it? Yeah. Mm. Twitter friends with any of these people, can you point out... <laughs> That I told them about Flying Ant Day and they laughed in my face. They all laughed at Frank Skinner when he said there was a Flying Ant Day. Mm. I'm not sure Just people can because... use Twitter for spiteful conversations. <laughs> no, oh, I, actually, don't, I don't think anyone's ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's innovate. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We had a message in uh, to you, Frank, regarding Uber. Frank will be aware that as well as the passenger rating, the drivers, the drivers get the passenger uh, a star score as well. Um, Frank would be interested in Frank's current customer rating, especially if he's encountering the Catholicism issue regularly. I'm not saying I am (laughs) regularly. (laughs) Well, I'm um, delighted to say that I've got the best of all of us. Yes, we've just checked our rating. And guess who's got the worst? Mm, Me. 4.73. <laughs> I never bring up Catholicism. I reckon I could really smash my rating down by bringing up my um, uh, <laughs> atheism more frequently. Oh, I don't know, in the modern world. I don't know. I think that. my rating was taken down in one fell swoop. Yes, I said fell swoop. Did you? By that man, Frank. Do you remember the cab driver who, when I was putting my makeup on, he turned round to me at the end of the journey and just went, Oh, so different. <laughs> I think that was meant to be a compliment, though. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we were yeah. at Wimbledon. We mm. were talking about uh, anti-aircraft. Is it? Yeah. I said anti-aircraft. Very good. It's so clever, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Very clever. It's lovely. You see, I see it as a superstition. Do you know when some people salute magpies on yeah. the first day? If, if a month's got an R in it, you have to say rabbits. You know that? Oh. Never heard that one. Is that right? Never heard that one. I never heard that one. Really? Oh. In fact, I think that might be a prank that you've just been living with. (laughs) Oh, it's the bloke at the uh, View Cinema told me. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's commonly known. Any readers, first day of the month with an R, you have to say rabbits. Am I right or am I wrong? Um. Anyway, whenever I fly an ant, I have to shout up the ante. That's my uh, that's my superstition because the antes are going up. 
I call yeah. them aunties affectionately. Because they never done me no harm. But those players that were citing the flying ants as the reason for their losses, mm. come on. No. I mean, you can't do that. Was, uh, one, one man was saying, I could not see... It was like, no, you just didn't play very well. You had a bad day. Do we think the tennis racket would be a useful fly swap? They needed one of those electric ones. If they had one of those, they could just switch on the normal <laughs> one and then get rid of the flying ants and then carry on. I mean, imagine how good they'd be at that, though, because all that practice, oh, surely man, they'd be Four ants wouldn't, wouldn't stand a chance. Wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> and the, the whole crowd would just be going, look at that form on that fly swatting. That is mm. beautiful in motion. Well, when I saw the headline, Flying Ant, I, I thought it was another uh, drugs and drink scandal. <laughs> Anyway, um, and <laughs> was... Joe jo Conter, who I love, oh, actually oh. swallowed one, apparently. Oh, no. Now, there is a rumour that she is part aardvark. Right. Oh, that's why she liked the ants. So that's going to... That's, yeah. gonna, uh, that's not going to help, is it? You've got to be careful with Wimbledon rumours. That's what John McEnroe's uh, fallen victim to, isn't he? <laughs> Spreading gossip about Novak, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Oh, yes, he's got in trouble for that. He compared Novak Djokovic to uh, Tiger Woods this mm. week. Oh. And Djokovic went, could you not do that, please? No. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And Thompson... I mean, we've all heard stories. Yeah. We've heard and Thompson says, I was brought up to say white rabbit, white rabbit, white rabbit on the first of every month. What? First of every month? Yeah. Strange oh, parents. That's me. Yeah, but her parents were magicians, in fairness. <laughs> yeah, they, they were, he was just counting. <laughs> They were off to work, and he was just—it was—it was an inventory. He had the uh, the John top hat. No, I've never, um, I've never heard of White Rabbit. Sarah, Sarah, our assistant producer, is nodding wildly. Yeah, <laughs> White Rabbit, White Rabbit, White Rabbit. Every month. Oh, it's a commitment, isn't it? I tell you, it's I'm sure if it's not. Oh, actually, I've got mixed up with oysters. When do you eat oysters? <laughs> Is that a month you can't eat When you're, when you're on a date. Oysters, when I, someone, think, I think someone, that's disgusting. Now, is that a month without an R in it? No. <laughs> that's when some filthy creep's taking you out for the evening. Is it? They get the oysters out. What? When do you eat white rabbits? <laughs> I'm so confused. Royce, Roy, Royster's? <laughs> oh, God. It's not, I, I, I'm going to have to have a light down. <laughs> you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. When the, um, when the flying ants turned up, couldn't somebody have just opened a massive jar of honey in the corner of the court and then they would have all gone that way and they could have carried on playing? Not, no, when they've oh, got mischief know. on their mind, they don't care about yeah, honey. I'm afraid it's the one day. One trap mind. Just, it's, not that, it's not the honey trap thereafter. I'm picturing, <laughs> I'm picturing a vat of honey on, like, court 18 and then 17 courts just perfectly fine to play tennis I on. I mean, it's a nice... Or a bin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they go for bits. It's a wasp, yeah. it's a wasp oh, thing. I'm thinking of wasps, that's the trouble. I mean, if you played some, some sleazy music like the Benny Hill theme, they're all over it. Mm. These ants on that day. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call that sleazy music. <laughs> well, it is in my world. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened? So, at well, that wasn't the only thing at that went on. SW19. 19. 19, yeah. Did you did Sarah's you see our tennis correspondent? Yeah. I looked her I'm even sorry. for postcode. <laughs> postcode correspondent. Did you see the towel thief? Oh, Talgate. Well, Talgate. Yeah. yeah. Towel thief, I think, is a lead in the uh oh, okay. lead in the witness. <laughs> okay. Well let's explain what happened. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So 
this uh, Jack Sock... Yes. Who I must say I'd never heard of. Before. Is he a well-known tennis player? He Sarah? is, but he's been lost for ages. He's the uh, oh, that's how well. Oh, he's the famous lost sock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, has he got uh, what I like? Has he got a relative also playing at Wimbledon? Yeah, he's in the this doubles. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I hate it when there's just one sock in the drawer. <laughs> in the drawer. Oh. <laughs> New studio, same old talent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and and apparently his trainer calls himself uh, Jack Trainer Sock. Oh, nice. Lovely. I'm just going to keep going. Any more socks? I'm I'm on the verge of medieval hose. (laughs) But aren't we all? At my age, why not? (laughs) So... That's fine. So when it comes down to it, I know Jack Sock. <laughs> That's going to be the new phrase, Frank. Yeah. I'm going to say that. That's nice. I'm having that. You can use that. Can you I... see, in the, in the dog world, you won't offend anyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In case you don't know, Emily lives in the dog world. I do, <laughs> and, and I like it. Um, Listen to her podcast in which she walks with celebrities and their dogs and talks intimately. It's good. Oh, Frank. It's good. Carry so on. Lovely. So, meanwhile, over in Sockland, oh, yeah. Yeah. Jack Sock, he was playing the game, he threw Tennis. the towel, because some of these people like the towel, don't they? They like, do. they like the sort of, you know, the sweaty... But it's uh, a lovely t- I mean, they look lustrous, the towels, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not when Jack Sock's been all over them. Yeah, but you can... Now, does one Sweaty wash? sock. If you get... Oh, yeah. Oh, come constant. on. Endless. <laughs> um, now, does... Um, do you think if you get a towel from Jack Sock landing yeah. in your lap, yeah, do yeah. you wash that towel and use it as a towel, no. or do you keep it as Jack Sock's towel? No, it's the memorabilia, Al, isn't it's it? The memorabilia, I think. I is think Jack keep Sock? It as... I, I don't want to be disrespectful to him. <laughs> no, I, is, I do. Is he at the memorabilia level? Well, you, you never know. See, I'd be thinking free towel. I wouldn't be thinking yeah. Jack Sock towel. Especially as I know it's called Jack Sock. I'd have probably worked it out by then if I'd been at the game. Yeah. (laughs) Advantage Sock. (laughs) When I heard that. Well, there was a tussle with the Sock. There was a tussle, yeah. Somebody somebody thought, I'm having that. And two people thought it. It was heading for a young boy, or was it? Was it? Or was it? Was it heading for a young boy? But the point is, uh, an elderly gentleman and his wife. I don't know if he was elderly. I'd say he was younger than me. Um. <laughs> I think he was younger than me. Hashtag orcs. O- awkward. Um, yeah. I would say... Yeah, hold it. <laughs> Where are you getting that? <laughs> he grabbed the towel. Again, I'm leading it, aren't I? I mean, did he grab yeah. the towel? Well, the Some people have suggested... Well, the point is, we should say there was an unseemly tussle. Old geezer ends up with the towel and... But how often do you get a seemly tussle? That's true, <laughs> This yeah. is true. Um... Old Ma Murray weighed in. Did she? she no, what? Well, she was fighting. <laughs> no, she, she said afterwards on Twitter, she retweeted something which said, jerk old man stealing a thrown towel of Jack Socks from a kid. Yeah, right. yeah. I just... Yeah. You know, that was tweeted by um, Andy Murray, though, I think. I think she was retweeting her was son. She? Yeah. Oh, but look, once a towel goes into a crowd of people... Mm. Then it's, it's every man for himself. Survival of the fittest, yeah? Yeah, isn't it? If you want to stake a claim... Darwinian. I would say, if you, if you want to stake a previous claim on a towel, you have to put a sun lounger on it. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On.
on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, this towel incident yes. at Wimbledon. Towley. Let's call it Towley. <laughs> yeah, OK. The, um, un- the only way is Leicester. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, uh, as a result of this, Jack sent him a towel. Jack Sock. Socko, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so cool, because the sock... Suddenly you for the England squad, sock I would say the sock is at its lowest ebb in, in modern fashion. What? Oh, you're so right. No, men don't... You're right, men, hipsters men, don't cool wear men. socks. No. I saw, Why not? Real men don't wear socks. You must have noticed men, <laughs> yeah. Don't you know that? Oh, real men, they don't did wear I socks. Did I miss a memo? I think you did. Really? No, uh, they don't I'm wear still, socks anymore. I'm still Your happily jeans? wearing socks, except flip-flops. When I'm wearing flip-flops, I don't wear socks. Well, OK, well, let me explain rules. to you where you're going wrong. So <laughs> the jeans works. have to be super tight. You could wear tight. some Japanese individual big toe socks. Oh, yeah. You've never seen those? Good. They're great. The look now, Frank. I only use them when I do children's puppet shows locally. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite often, I can read a book. I can read a book at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the look now is the medieval hose. Yeah. Uh, Keep them out of it. AKA <laughs> jeans. Yeah. And the jeans finish on the ankle, don't they? Right. And then... And then are we talking a loafer? Is that what we're looking at here? But anything you like, really. Yeah. I saw... Espadrille. Um, yeah, Kung Espadrille. Fu slipper. Like a Kung Fu slipper. We'll talk. I saw British <laughs> British boxing icon Chris Eubank. Uh, uh, I, was, I, was at, I was having uh, dinner at the Savoy. Lovely. Nice. And he um, went past, and he'd got um, fair... I mean, he's not... I don't, well, he's 50, I should think. Chris yeah, Eubank. I'd say so. It could be... Uh, forgive me if I'm aging him. But old. he wore very skin-tight jeans, mm. um, oh, rip, ripped at the knees. I know. In the Savoy? Uh, I bet he's got quite a sizeable thigh. Oof. He has, yeah. Yeah. But... Um, Ripped at the knees, not from saying his prayers, I shouldn't think. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but no socks. No, no one no. wears socks. It's an endangered species. We live in sock. a sockless society. And I'll tell you now. something, he'd left, I mean, a t shirt, ripped mm-hmm. jeans, shoes, that was it. He'd left his monocle on the hook. Oh, no, he didn't have his monocle. You can't wear a monocle with that outfit. No. Not in this, son. It'd burn your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes. Socks are going the way of cash. Oh. Um, Cashless society. I don't like this depiction of the future. And box offices. What's happened? And tennis. If we're going to carry on the tennis society. We ain't ain't got no socks. That'll be the next thing. This is stuff. This is is sock shop. (laughs) I don't care. We ain't got no sock. Socks office, that's, that's the shop I'm going to open. <laughs> Socks office? Socks office, that, I what suppose office. What are you going to sell there, Frank? Oh, what do you think I'm going to sell? <laughs> I mean, I think it'll be would confusing. Office, office would sue me, wouldn't they? They'd yeah. be on, that, no, you could They could different... have an annex of office. You know office, the, the, the shop. shoe shop. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. could have, I mean, they, it's socks, you know, it's, it's their sister. Their sister socks item. Absolutely. Yeah, but given that no one buys socks, we've established. No, but they could have a little booth called Socks Office. <laughs> booth? Yeah, yeah, in the shop. I, I don't think it's going to work, the booth, Frank. Well. I mean, is there, what, is there a man behind the booth? You know, when you go in sometimes and they say, you buy a pair of shoes and they say, yeah. do you want some... Um, oh, the handbag. Some Scotch guard <laughs> yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I yeah. don't know. I haven't come here for that. 
But you think they could also <laughs> it's like just... go and get a key cut. The bloke tries to sell you a sports trophy. Well, they do that. They up... <laughs> <laughs> they upsell. The, so you um, think they could the upsell product. socks as they sell they might, shoes? If you've got shoes on, especially as it probably a bloke turns up with no socks, are those men going to buy shoes, sockless, <laughs> and putting <laughs> the them... He's pointing now. And now they put in their dirty, sweaty feet into shoes, trying them on in shops, and then we've got to put them on. Or are they given a pop sock? Oh, that is yeah. a good question. Uh, can, no, we do, can we make that a texting? Like, yeah. How do you try yeah, on yeah, shoes if there you must haven't be got a shoe socks shop. on 8, 12, um, I know it's a busy morning for shoe shop workers, <laughs> but if you've got the radio on in the shoe shop, do you allow men who've come in sockless to try shoes on also <laughs> Very pointy feet. I don't think I've ever seen him so angry. I've never seen him so angry. <laughs> I don't want to go wake up with trench foot <laughs> <laughs> because some... Uh, some hipster has been trying the shoes on that I opted. Also, I don't want to try well, on shoes. That's not going to happen, right? <laughs> but not only have I got trench foot, but I've also I've bought shoes that have been rejected by a hipster. I would say that's good. I yeah. hate that. <laughs> oh, I'm always worried about shoe shop workers. I always think that something, something that attracted them about kneeling in front of people or sort of holding their lower ankles. Right. This is not right. Anyway, Towelgate. We were talking yeah. about Towelgate. Oh, yeah. I just feel like this guy has got a lot of publicity. The one that snatched the towel. The old and got guy. It. So he's the not old. Older. <laughs> let's, see, yeah. let's call him the non juvenile Let's call him the guy. The, the adult. The adult. How old, was, the... how old was the so called child? He so about... called child. Everyone That's was a good say, question. Because the, I read about it and it said, like, um, and they snatched it, the towel from <laughs> this didn't... child. And I imagine there'd be like a six year old. <laughs> And a bloke about 84. Right. So yeah. it was a young, ordinary age bloke. The man would say, I'd say the young Ordinary boy. age is a, good, uh, <laughs> yeah. is a good classification. What would you say that was? Ordinary aged. Uh, well, but anyway, I mean, it's it wasn't, it wasn't a child, was it, the other kid? I would say he was 20. A child? Really? I think that old. Yeah. Goodness oh, I didn't me. think he was that old. Oh, what I did you think, juvenile. 16? I thought about 15, 16. Yeah, I thought I juvenile. Thought, I, thought, I certainly thought secondary school, because I thought... If he gets that towel, all he's going to do is, is flick other boys' buttocks with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all you enough. ever did with towels when you were a teenager. You certainly well, don't wash with them. Totally Not that one washes with well, towels. Well, now, but the man has become public enemy number one. He's yeah. like, he's on a level with Mary Bell cat in a bin. It, yeah. The it's, towel man. Yeah, it's ageism. Do you think so? There's a oh, feeling. No. Yeah, there is. Just think, oh, come on now. What, that, that, that towel's going to last longer than you will. Let the youngster have it. <laughs> it's all about the youngster. Let them have it. I would say it was head. He leans over the guy to get the towel. This okay. is very sky analysis. He leans <laughs> over. Yeah, he's up. He's leaned Frank, over. Frank, you know what as well? So not only, though, Wimbledon have sent him a towel, Jack Sox sent him a towel, the US Open oh, sent him a towel. His schoolmates' buttocks will be like <laughs> stop lights on a traffic light. I, well, and then when he sent the ordinary guy, I'm like, as I like to call him, the, the ordinary, ordinary, the ordinary, ordinary age guy. guy. <laughs> what have they sent him? And a nappy? He's been publicly shamed. Poor fella. People are saying, if you know this man. Mm. Well, I wish I did know him. He looks like an OK bloke. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So we were talking about Wimbledon, Frank, 
and the man marched sinned against the march sinned against towel thief. Mm. But it was Wait, all. Kick- is, can we not call him the towel thief? <laughs> <laughs> Just reference towel. I like gates, it because yeah. it sounds like the sort of film that would be a surprise Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah, it does. yeah, and it's sort of made in um, as Azerbaijan or something the like most that. Talked about film of the year. Yeah, <laughs> a young boy. <laughs> orphaned, finds a friend in the local laundry. <laughs> and he's gone into Nickertel. The bloke's caught yeah. him and then asked about his life and he's, he's befriended In a him. world. Yeah. It's going to be one of those. Yeah, it is. The, the smell of saffron. <laughs> anyway. But there was all sorts going on at Wimbledon because there Can was I just angry say on the dad. Towel. Can yeah, I say on. about the towel thing? Sure. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to the cockerel off air about martial arts. Lovely. Oh, yeah. I must um, have been doing my nails. Yeah. Um, of which he knows a lot about, I think. No, I, don't, I wouldn't say Well, lot, come on, but, you know, more than me. I've got a, yeah. You know more than me, Al. Yeah, all right, let's go with that. Um, don't you think, it occurs to me, towel wrestling <laughs> would be yeah. quite a good yeah. sport. Oh, so yeah. you get two people there and like you throw... Sort of man-on-man I mean, tug-of-war. It's, re- it's the reverse of, of throwing, uh, throwing in the towel. Because they oh, usually yeah. throw the towel to end the fight. You throw mm. in the towel and they have to wrestle to see who ends up getting the Is towel. Is the towel dry? It could be... Um, it's just so I much heavier when wet. What, what mm-hmm. if it's a new towel? You know when they come and you can't get any... When they, a bit they, bobbly. They feel like they've been uh, enamelled. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, the waterproof. Good. It'd be really... It'd be quite a difficult um, thing. You work on your finger joints. Oh, mm. yeah, you're great. I'm just going to turn to the page for... Uh, now I've got a notebook here. I just have a page what, of new sports. sports. Yeah, new, new sports. sports that I'm inventing. <laughs> Anyone at home wants to, try, uh, wants to try towel, towel wrestling? Towel wrestling. You can have that. tug of war. Yeah. yeah. There we go. If Great. there's any kids listening, start with a tea towel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paper towel for the babies. That's a great idea. Well, or for me. Anyway, sorry, you were... If you're lacking upper body strength, start with that. So Nick Kyrgios, who's a bit of a... I'm going to go tennis bad boy. Yes, yes, I think, if I remember rightly, in vague memory, didn't Nick Kyrgios uh, kill a cat? Mm. Oh, did he? Didn't he? Don't think so. Oh, no, curiosity. Oh. Oh. I knew it was something... <laughs> I knew it was something like that. Got mixed up. And the look on your faces, you all oh, thought, yeah. oh, my God, he's unearthed something <laughs> terrible about the Nick Kyrgios. at the slander or libel laws. I thought he was going to be Mary Bale Mark too. No, I think if that had happened, the police would nick Kyrgios. <laughs> Very good. Exactly. So, Kyrgios, hmm? I prefer just to call him Kyrgios. Tennis bad boy. Yeah. Tennis He's out boy. of Wimbledon. He went out in the first round, I believe, due to a hip injury, which is a bit last of the summer wine. <laughs> well, but I don't anyway. Know. It's last of the summer wine <laughs> if it was a hip injury, but if it was a hip injury, <laughs> yeah. which he sounds like the bloke he would have. No socks injury. Yeah, if he, oh, if he, if he sprained on. his shoulder dabbing. Now, he looks to me... Hey, fair, oh, hey. Very good use. Oh, man, I'm not looking for the box office now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know about dabbing. I know about dabbing, all right. A hip injury, that'd be... Yeah. Snowboarding, for example, that'd be yeah. a hip injury. Yeah. Curious strikes me as a non-sock wearer, don't, oh. wouldn't you say? Oh, I yeah. bet he is on court, though, otherwise the chafing. Oh. That's true, actually. You do see some of the um, women players look like they're not wearing socks. I wonder if they've sneaked in a trainer sock. I think yeah, so. Trainer sock. I think so. But you do see that the uh, the the sockless female. Am I right, Sarah? I'd be 
surprised. You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, voice of controversy on Absolute I've, Radio. Can I tell you, I've seen loads of women playing in just trainers at Wimbledon. So oh, yeah. forget the terrorist correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> How long was she in that gog? 22 minutes? Gig, I mean. So anyway, she... <laughs> Nick Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios took out a young tennis hopeful. Oh, yes. Chelsea Samways. I, 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 I bet he was hopeful. <laughs> I think he might Worse than the flying ants he was that <laughs> night. Vinny Samways. Well, I thought about Vinny Samways first thing I thought. Yeah. And uh, so Chelsea Samways is called. Yeah, right? he never played for Chelsea, Vinny Samways. No, no. <laughs> but she's she called st- Chelsea. She so, stayed yeah. out with Nick Kyrgios, didn't she, till like three in the morning or something? And it was. It wasn't just one tennis hotel. Yeah, there was forward. a blonde one as well. Oh really? He yeah. took out two. Legend! <laughs> I know he was, wor- say he was worried that the bloke in the blow polo shirt would turn up and drag one away. <laughs> During the gentleman's excuse me. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute right. Vinny Samways. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, no, Chelsea Samways. The 18-year-old tennis player that went mm. out with Nick Kyrgios to and a Monique. nightclub. And, you know, others. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She had a late night. Her dad was pretty furious. He said she's grounded and uh, she's been out all time of the night. I don't like it. And he also said something like that he, he'd like to knock Nick Kyrgios out. Yeah. He, and I thought... You're making Nick Kyrgios sound pretty attractive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I am. Yeah. When, I, when I told people I'd been impressed by um, by Putin, yeah, this is how they responded. Yeah, yeah. what we so, should have said is they just, him out. they just make it more exciting by totally. uh, by laying into it. Yeah, what the dad should have said is, um, yeah, I like I like Nick. He seems like a nice guy. You should uh, see if he's the settling down type. Yes. Also, I what? like him saying you've been out all time of the night. I'd like to <laughs> knock him out. Who says knock him out? Uh, yeah, I asked that. you lot? Op it, you hooligans. <laughs> but you know, like in those old films, that's what he sounds like, the dad. No, he's, he's proper. Uh, he also said, how uh, uh, 21st century is this? He said he's so upset that he's taken her car away. Oh, I know. God. Well, that's de- genuine deprivation. <laughs> I couldn't drive at 18. No, I, could. no I took a test to when I was 17, and as you know, I knocked someone over on a zebra crossing. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> wow. What I said, what, what I liked, he said that when he was seen, uh, I mean, again, am I losing touch now? It says when he was uh, seen outside the nightclub, he was arm in arm with two girls. I mean, arm yeah. in arm. Yeah. Were they dressed as pearly kings and queens? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the young people still walk arm in arm. I didn't know that. Is and that... also, is that some sign of tr- particular intimacy? Not particular. Well, they see... were seen going into bushes. Did you see the bushes photograph? They went into oh, yeah. the bushes? Yes, the three of them. No, I think they said they went into a park, didn't they? I saw bushes. It said a bush-surrounded <laughs> park. I saw one of those kind of parks. Brilliant. Well, why couldn't they go back to his place? This mm. is like a whatever hey? happened to, isn't it? Whatever happened to going into the bushes <laughs> on a date. This is brilliant. Well, I never went, in, I never went into the bushes. Did you didn't go into the bushes? I only went into the bushes if I was looking for adult magazines. <laughs> wow. Did you go into bushes? Um, 
No further questions, Your Honour. Okay. No, I don't think they no went. Comment at I all. think they walked past bushes into. No, some they were sort going into land. the bushes, Frank. So where do three people walk into <laughs> bushes? I'll show you the photograph. It's extraordinary. Well, there seemed well, to be that, some a, sort of opening in it. Oh, well, exactly. So they were going past, but it was a gate actually in a park. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, they went into they went into the park. That's fair enough. They're oh, sport, stop defending this sleazy harem. Yeah, yeah. You see, they're just doing some extra training at three in the morning after the nightclub. I wonder if they had one of those those difficult decisions when you walk in. Three of you are walking arm in arm. About do you go sideways into the gate or do you break off? Because you never get three abreast into a. Uh, no, not through a normal sized gate. You're right. The dad I noticed is a is a plumber. He's the director of. Do you see the company? It's called yeah. Boiler Aid. Yeah, oh, good which friend. I think was Channel 5's answer to Comet Relief. <laughs> <laughs> Less popular. Obviously, at my age, I read it, I thought it was a dating agency. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'm thinking about something, because I want to bring up someone who I would describe as a friend of the show, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to call him a friend of the show, because he's a somewhat controversial figure. Many of the friends of the show are controversial <laughs> figures, true. though. I mean, Frank espoused how he had a celebrity crush on Vladimir Putin last week. Yeah, but with you qualifiers, know. I should say. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Today of all days, let's make that clear. Well, it's Charles Bronson, Britain's most dangerous prisoner. Again, again, you're leading the witness. I love, it when, I love it when we talk tabloid, bad boy tennis star, Britain's most dangerous prisoner. And I believe he actually prefers to be referred to as Charles Salvador these days. Yes. yes. Um, and he's quite a stickler for detail, I would imagine. The artist formerly known as Charles Bronson, isn't he? What yeah. is it? He loves art. Frank, he you might watch your show in, uh, in Chokey. <laughs> um, I love to hear Chokey. So there you go. Um, he might, yes. Let's hope so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You can't vote. I'm going to say you can't vote, of course. Good point. His release, I don't think, can be too far off. Really? Um, yeah, because he keep. Well, no, I don't. He's not got long to go of his stretch. No, but he's, 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 it started out, he was sentenced <laughs> to like three and a half years, but every now and again he um, he knocks some warden's heads together or does a rooftop yeah. protest or well, covers right, himself now... in butter trying to escape. Well, haven't we all, dear? But he's now managed to extend it to, especially on Flying Ant Day, um, he's extended it to 41 years, the sentence has been, I believe. I know, I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's surely enough, it's enough. Anyway, so, he's released his meal planner for when he gets out. Yeah. Through the medium of his fiancée and the Daily Mail. (laughs) Yeah. I think by the time he gets out, the average meal will be two astronaut tablets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because something's going to happen, isn't it? He'll do something. I get the feeling, I don't want to pitch, I think he's quite volatile. Yeah, he might be a bit up and down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, his meal plan... He had a list of breakfast and lunch and dinner, and it's a sort of standard fare. It's quite a big amount of food in a typical day. In this, I mean, I suppose it is hypothetical. We've all got eyes bigger than our belly, but he he's packing away he the wor- calories. He, wor- he works it off. I think he's a he's a he's a gym bunny. 
I don't think he's a gym bunny, but I think he does his prison cell workouts. <laughs> like, well, does, you know, they have a, does off they the have, bed and they all have that. a gym, don't they? Yeah, but I don't think he's allowed in it in case he starts swinging the weights into people. Oh, you know, okay. that stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's stereotyping. <laughs> well, no, I was basically... I, mean, I, mean, I think he has written a prison cell workout book as well, which... Um, well, on his know, meal planner out, he's got... I mean, he's got six fried eggs on toast as part of his meal. And then his hmm. snacks list is what I'm rather obsessed by. Because his snacks list, for example, on a Monday is 12 fairy cakes and fish and chips. Now, I don't consider fish and chips a snack. Do you? No. Also, I hope he's, I hope he's not eating them in that order. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that's that you've got wrong. a problem with him. Pudding yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the idea of him going pudding first at this stage. 41 <laughs> years in. I suppose you're so desperate for variety. Yeah. 14 pairs on Tuesday. 14 Fort- pairs. He chilled on Sunday. 14 <laughs> pairs, or as Nick Kyrgios causes it, a two-week holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's he got some strange choices in there, hasn't he? Four, like cr- to... four crumpets. Four crumpets? Yeah. Sorry, I'm back to Nick Kyrgios. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I liked his Friday. Um, some of it's a bit cartoony. His Friday evening is beef curry with ten cans of beer and a tub of ice cream. It doesn't sound as though he's that confident with spicy food there, does it? I think oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, ten yeah, cans of beer doing. and a tub of ice cream. I would yeah. say Ooh, he should stop, stop off at the prison nutritionist on the way out. <laughs> I think he's lost a bit of time. This 41 years ago is the sort of thing that probably people did eat. Right. But, you know, times have changed. I, I think oh, he should yeah. stop off at Holland and Barrett and have a rethink. Well, yeah. that's why he's having four pints of milk as well. That's on his liquid day. But see, when he went Loved in... his liquid day. I remember this. When I was a, a youth, milk was like the super... The more milk you drank, the better. But now, yeah. Yeah. people tell you it's bad for you. Oh, no, I like milk. I like milk. You heard Just it here saying. first. <laughs> yeah, late review. Ten pot noodles on his liquid day. <laughs> very, very late review. <laughs> ten I pot like noodles. I understand why he's after ten pot noodles. Why you would hanker for that? Oh, go on then. Because as I understand it, they're not allowed um, pot noodles in prison. Why is that? In case they um, tie all the ends together so and use them to, uh, to climb out of the uh, oh, I see. climb out the window. Can't, you can't be too careful. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Friday, ten cans of yes, beer. Yes, boss. Ten cans of beer, four chicken legs, eight pickled eggs, five gold rings. He doesn't say that. <laughs> Partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, I bet he eats that as well. <laughs> but, I mean, eight pickled eggs, that's on the snack section. Love it. The, the, tr- the trouble is with prison food is because it's all... No, it's something you want to tell us. <laughs> because it's all eaten in the shadow of bars, everything looks like it's been barbecued. <laughs> I don't know, you'd done a stretch. Imagine if we found out Frank had done a stretch. Only in Pilates, darling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so his fiance Paula, mm-hmm. said he doesn't expect... I, don't, I believe he doesn't expect her to cook and buy all this. Well, I don't know, he's been in there 41 years, so he might not be aware <laughs> of the change in the role of women in society. Well, I think her, her social media has her friends doing banter, saying, oh, I hope he's not going to uh, expect you to do it, you're going to be busy. Uh, mm. And she said, he did say, all I have to do is literally feed him, not do the shopping or cooking. He's divided those jobs for our friends. Kiss, so watch out. Our friends, they've got shared friends. <laughs> you know what? If Even though they met when he was in jail. 
They've got shared... Well, they're not having dinner parties, are they? What's this? Shared friends business? Also, if somebody oh, said to Charles me... Charles coming round tonight. Oh, no, that's awkward. Yeah, if somebody <laughs> said to me, Charles is coming out, watch out, I wouldn't be thinking, because <laughs> he's going to make me cook. <laughs> I was going to think he's going to wrench my head off. <laughs> but maybe he's changed. Let's hope so. That's what they claim. He's a changed man. I love a bit of uh, prison reform. Do you? Yeah, remember we had Boy George on the show once and he yeah, talked about how prison really changed him for the better. It was, right. it was lovely. Yeah. Um, if I was Charles Bronson, what I would do is, you know where he waxes, he very fiercely waxes yeah. his moustache mm-hmm. into a sort of upturned, curled, circus strongman moustache? He does. I would curl it downwards the other way and mm-hmm. use it uh, as a hands-free for corn on the cob. Very good idea. Oh, fine, that's a great yeah, idea. Absolutely full of them, not just towel wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone listening with a, uh, one of those moustaches, you can have that. <laughs> it would be like a sort of Bob Dylan harmonica older. You know, yeah. you, could yeah, do, you, could yeah. do, you could play guitar and eat a corn on the cob at the same time. Yeah. Very and we've useful. all wanted to do that. Very useful for those keen practices that don't want to take a lot too long a snack break exactly when you get <laughs> obsessed with the guitar you don't you don't want to stop for a meal i'm guessing these kind of portions are not generally available at her majesty's prison so is, is that would that be true to say well i think it's it depends on who you know doesn't it well i know In you, the you, prison. Get, you might be able to get a bit of snout <laughs> right is frank that... it's changed since you were doing your stretch <laughs> It's all changed, dear. Well, it's all right. It's been decriminalised now, so I'm, I'm OK. <laughs> no, but he also what... likes two pints of squash. I mean, Frank, that you're a lemon a... barley fan. I do a lot. But isn't two it? pints, Frank. Why does he measure everything in pints? Because he's old school. He's old school. What do you yeah, think? It's, it's like George Best, God rest his soul, when he used to have um, pints of wine, was his favourite. Was it? I believe Shane McGowan's a fan of it. A... But we'd gone decimal uh, more than 41 years ago, hadn't we? Yeah. Mm, he I loves a pint, though. Behind the curve, though, isn't he? I'm, ge- I'm going to make a guess about Charles Bronson, and I don't want to, as I say, I don't want to stereotype the man. We're all God's chilling. I bet you he mixes his squash way too strong. Yeah. Oh, you think I it's be- a sweet squash? I bet it's like a squash top. I bet there's <laughs> hardly any water in it. I bet if an ordinary person it had a swig of it, dislocate your jaw. Yeah. But it's so strong. He's yeah. Like, he's like a... I mean, I'm guessing he dilutes it. I'm not 100% on that. Right, yeah, you think he might be like kombucha, that griller that got in and just drank five well, years of ripening. Kombucha? Yeah. Well, well, I love though. that you remembered his name. That's brilliant, <laughs> yeah. It broke out seeking Ribena. Yeah. He went cray-cray, yeah. <laughs> he went cray-cray. <laughs> he did go cray-cray. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't at the McCaw. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolutely. Oh, yes, I'll tell you what. I don't know if you remember, but I was talking the other week about how I must get myself a, um, a salt cellar because in the modern-day salt grinder thing, I can't... Mm. I haven't got enough hands to hold a hard-boiled egg and then put salt on it. Because yeah. you need two hands to operate a grinder. That's a problem. Um, it's not my only grinder problem. No. But we'll leave it there. Yep. So, um, a guy called, I think it's... It's going to be busy I think today. it's pronounced Barky. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rob Barky, or maybe B-A-R-C-I, sent me, not only did he send me um, what he calls um, a set of salt and pepper shakers, he, he, he refuses to go cruet mm. in oh, the vocabulary. Right. But he, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, he sent me a cruet. 
each of which were the TARDIS. Oh, excellent. I may have told you I had Dalek ones and I dropped one and uh, lost his, um, lost the soccer. Mm. Oh, that's a shame. And he also, as a bonus, got me uh, an egg cup holder in the shape of, uh, of a lower Dalek body. Excellent. If You've I can done get a, well, if, haven't you? Yeah, if I can get a Davros egg... Be absolutely that perfect. Would be very good. So thank, about. thank you, Rob, for that. It's actually properly delighted me. He then go on, goes on to ask me something about why dogs smell each other's bottoms. It's breakfast radio, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: the good thing about having a Tardis salt and pepper shaker is that you can fit in more than you expect. Eh? Lovely. Oh, of course. You know what I enjoyed about it? Was that Frank was opening them at the same time I was opening my birthday presents. Yeah. Didn't even let me have that. That yeah. five minutes. No, totally I actually upstage. liked it, Frank, because it took the pressure off for the response. You know, yes. the reaction. They're all, all eyes on me. All eyes on me. Does she like it? Is it going to be okay? And Frank just took the edge off, which I liked. Very good at opening gifts, so you are. Was I? Very good. But I was able... See, I was able to just... Because um, Rob wasn't there, I I could could just be natural, enjoy the gifts (laughs) for what they were. It wasn't a performance. Yeah, you could frown whilst opening them if you wanted to, When the people who got the gifts are watching you open (laughs) the gifts, I mean, you're never off. The pressure. I was was on this morning, wasn't I? Emily was brilliant at being pleased with gifts. He was quite actually indifferent to (laughs) Look, I can just say it's a really good skill of mine, gift opening. It's great. Yeah. It's absolutely marvellous. You know, but thank you for the presents. Mine's tiptoeing. <laughs> and thank you for Dog Monthly, Frank. Which <laughs> yeah. Frank said to me, to, to Emily, lots of love, Niles and Barky. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on. Very good. So, um... Move on. We've also had uh, a bit of... Uh, umbrella hat news, Frank. Yes, I've heard about this. You've been a keen... Um, I've always said of the joys of the umbrella. Hat. When I first saw the umbrella hat, which, as you know, is a is an umbrella that clamps to the skull, basically. Yeah. Yes. I thought to myself, that is the end of their handheld umbrella. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And I was I was thinking about doing quite heavy investing in the umbrella hat. I thought I was I thought I'd miss the boat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it didn't take off. But this week. Well, well, it did with one it's, character. It's got some star-attached quality now. A certain Jürgen of Klopp yes. has uh, been spotted on his holiday in Ibiza with, um, with the umbrella hat on. See, so it, that's going to look cool in Ibiza at one of those beach clubs, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It's getting hard in here. <laughs> no, Jürgen, but, you've got an umbrella hat on. I know, but he's a busy man. See, that's the great thing about <laughs> them. Yeah. He's, he's doing transfer deals. He's probably having uh, corn on the cob. <laughs> Whatever. He's, maybe he's having hard-boiled egg and putting a bit of salt on. He's not having to hold anything with the umbrella. Very convenient. I'm just relieved for him he's met his life partner. Right, he's going to be wearing things like that. That is the sort of thing you can do once you've already <laughs> yeah, popped exactly. a ring on it. You can just put an umbrella hat on and it's not true. worry about it. You can't yeah. wear that without an engagement yeah. ring. If he no, was on holiday not. as a single man with the lads, there's no way that umbrella hat would be on that head. Is well, that? No, I think you'd be able to dance a slow song better than, than, <laughs> than if you were holding an umbrella at the same time. I it might be worth pointing out. I would was... say it frees your hands up for courting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
might be worth <laughs> just pointing out that he was wearing this for shade rather than for well, um, well, yes, it is protection They're from for the shade. Rain. I accept that, or, or anti-rain, obviously. But yeah. he, I mean, really what he was wearing was a parasol hat, if we're going to be... <laughs> absolutely. Because not. he was using it to... Um, I wondered it looked if it, absolutely terrible. Did I you? I wondered if it could replace not just the umbrella, as you pointed out, but it might even replace the need for sunglasses, because, you know... Or sunblock. Well, interesting, because he wears glasses, but what he'd mm-hmm. done, I don't know if you noticed, he'd taken the stems off his glasses and suspended them from the inner framework of the umbrella. Yeah, they I were just not, hanging there. I did not spot that, wow. but that is a good shout. And apparently he used the two stems now for his uh, action man ice hockey tableau. Fair that he's got you home. can use that for your TV work, because you were saying earlier they don't like the sunglasses on the TV. <laughs> no. no, exactly. But, you know... I used to have, I had problems with Jurgen Klopp, if you remember, in the early days. I, I do, do remember. Yeah. He was dismissive of West Bromwich Albion's tactics. Yeah, mm. but I also remember that you uh, allowed him back into your affections when he, uh, didn't he confess to being a Catholic? He fo- no, he's not a Catholic, but he does follow the Nazarene. <laughs> oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, he's not in the leading pack like I am, but he's, he's there. <laughs> he's certainly there. Not no, that you're fickle in your he, affections. He, li- he likes football, of course. <laughs> well, that's a very and clear routine if you, if you want to get into Frank's affections. Oh. Oh, man, you've got so much in common with Jurgen Klopp. The umbrella hat. But I tell you what, the weird, the weird thing yeah. is, is that you suggest, certainly, Emily, that he should have mm. been emb- embarrassed to be seen in an like, umbrella hat. Au contraire, you say. I would have been more embarrassed by his other hat that he was seen in, which was a, a baseball cap, which had got his initials on. Yeah, J- oh. JK. Yeah. What it should have been. If, what if he had a hat with JK on and when you saw it, it was a big, <laughs> a big furry one with horns? <laughs> That's where that went. <laughs> also, the baseball cap is a bit Make America Great Again now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But, but having his initials on, that surprised mm. me. Back to the brawling. That's my uh, advice if you're listening, Jurgen. Jurgen, I'm calling him now. Are you? Yeah, no. <laughs> they call Jose Mourinho, they say, so why not Jurgen Klopp? Yeah. Well, that's a different country, isn't it? Jose's. Wow. Anyway. Now I think we can afford to call it Europe. Yes. All those countries. Well, do we want these days. I think okay. we should call it that Europe pretty yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, over, over there. We just call it that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening this morning. It's been a, a joy. And um, bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.